So you wanted to be an Oscar pundit. I see. Well, you came to the right place. Welcome to the Gold Derby Horses podcast. We're a bunch of jackasses uh, sitting in our rooms uh, talking about the Oscars for no reason. My name's George. (laughs) And uh, we have our usual suspects, Tristan, Brett, and Jared. Hello. Hi, everyone. Brett. Okay, apparently Brett is uh, frozen. So uh, I think it's time to introduce a, our, our guest for this episode, a good buddy of mine named Jack. Hey, everyone. All right. Things have happened since the last time we spoke. The Golden Globe nominations happened. And the Critics' Choice nominations happened three hours later. Then the Indie Spirit nominations happened the very next day. And we're going to talk about it. Hey, I apologize. I guess got back on. Yeah. So there's your, there's your introduction from Brett, everybody. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Let's start with the Golden Globe nominations. I'm not going to go through the TV ones because we'll be here for five hours long if we do that. So, best motion picture, foreign language. We have compartment number six, Drive My Car, The Hand of God, A Hero, and Parallel Mothers. No worst person in the world, no Teton. Drive My Car, um, here's your foreign language film, Oscar. Thank you. I... I mean, I'm surprised Drive My Car is getting all these foreign, is this foreign international feature hype kind of in general, but I'm really surprised it got nominated here. Yeah. I, I'm not surprised about the nomination considering how much it's beloved by critics. And to be honest, I kind of feel like the HFPA don't even watch these movies. They just kind of like look at what the critics are doing and then like nominate the the movie's getting a lot of hype but mm. i don't know i that's just me being cynical about the hfpa oh, but wait yeah if that's the case how would compartment number six get in instead of worst person because yeah. okay so here's the thing worst person in the world is not out yet and they haven't been sending out screeners very much um so well they the re- they i feel yeah. like if they are campaigning they would make a a point for the Globes to, to watch it, though. I mean, The Father had screener issues last year, and they nominated that for drama picture and all the all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, true, but th- there has been a lot of screener issues with Worst Person. Like, that's uh, apparently why it didn't get in at Indie Spirits. Um, and Drive My Car has been out for, like, a couple weeks, and it's, like, it's doing pretty well in indie theaters and stuff like that. Okay. So it kind of makes sense why it would get the nomination and maybe the win here but i feel like worst person isn't out of the conversation like this could be a um like remember a couple years ago when uh tony erdman was taking home everything and then the salesman came out like pretty late and and like premiered in indie theaters in like february and then it just ended up winning best international feature well part of that was because you know trump was doing the muslim ban and you know that was kind of a because of like a negative reaction towards that but yeah that did happen 
in the, I do think worst person in the world could still get nominated. I mean, obviously, Parallel Mothers wasn't submitted, so it can't compete. And I do think that the hand of God isn't quite safe yeah. for a nomination. I know some people are going to disagree. I, I watched the movie. I didn't really like it that much. So... Um, no, I'm with you, George. Like, for as much as I was hyping up that movie and thought it was going to be the best of the year, I think it's kind of bad. I wouldn't say it's bad. I think, it, I think it's a little pretentious, but, I mean, it's kind of like all the criticisms of Paulo Sorrentino's movies, like, turn up to 11 yeah. here. Yeah. I watched the first 10 minutes and went, this is stupid. <laughs> Maybe it's unfair. I should probably go back and finish it. But I was like not engaged at all. <laughs> I'm yeah. like a pretty big fan of him, and like I, I just I can't get into it. You know, it's just I mean, it's just super meandering. It's it's very clearly something that he made basically only for himself. It, it feels like he he saw Roma, and was like, oh, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think it's safe for international feature. I think we could. I think we could see something else pop up and I think that would help worst person as well but I don't think worst person is in the winning conversation anymore I think based on what happened at the EFA what's been happening recently it's either going to go to flea or a non-European film i.e. drive my car or a hero it's probably going to be drive my car if if it continues sweeping the way it has been so far I don't see anything else taking, taking that spot well, we'll take a, We'll talk about this later. But I think Drive My Car is my number ten slot for picture right now. It's my. It's like roughly around ten or eleven for me. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to I that. Think, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Drive My Car is not an undeserving win. It's a great movie, but you know, I'm just kind of surprised that's getting the hype it's getting. But whatever. Yeah. No, I don't think. I think most people we're in the mindset of like oh yeah this is amazing but it's not gonna touch awards just because it's so long and i mean i did have it on my top five for international for a while but i never thought it would be in the winning conversation i didn't have it in my top five until i don't think i had it in my top five until it got into here Hmm. okay best motion picture animated talk about a shit show Encanto, Flea, Luca, My Sunny Mod, and Rhea and the Last Dragon. No Bell, no Summit of the Gods, no Mitchells versus the Machines. And Flea yeah. got in here despite there being a rule that documentaries are ineligible. What do we think about that? I think they literally just forgot that it was a documentary just because of the way it's made. Like, I think that <laughs> it's fair that you can, it's fair to say that you could maybe forget that it's a documentary i mean there's archival footage that means they're not watching it. them yeah, yeah they're not watching them that's a whole other issue yeah <laughs> um but i mean fleece deserving of getting in animated obviously so that's pretty cool i got in mm-hmm. um i don't know how much of a hot take this is but i really think raya should be taken out in place of mitchell's versus the machines but yeah and I honestly haven't heard my same mod I mean, since all the nominations. Rhea yeah. could I, still get snubbed. That's the thing. Like, I mean, remember last year? Oh, the Croods too. That's just gonna be a really safe number five, and then 
Sean the Sheep got in. I know Brett. Yeah, to gloat I, about say, that. I called it, but yeah. Um, but then Frozen Two was expected to be a safe top five. Like I had it like number two, and then they they said no thanks, and they put in Klaus. So um, I mean, Raya could still get snubbed, and they put it in the Oscars, put it in Mitchells, and. I don't know what the hell my Sunny mod is. Apparently, yeah, it's remember, like I think I checked Letterbox like right after the mom's drop, and it was only watched by ten members. Yep. Oh my god, that's uh, crazy. I, I don't know how that happens. On IMDb, it has like a hundred logs or something like that. It yeah. looks pretty so, good. I looked it up, which is so weird. I don't know how that happened. I feel like somebody knows someone from the AFPA that was involved in that movie. I feel like I feel like that'd be easier to think, which you know? would which would indicate that they haven't really changed much at all. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> which does not surprise me one bit, but whatever. Uh, I think Encanto is probably going to take this easily. Yeah, Encanto's nothing is stopping Encanto at this point. What? Uh, I don't I, know. I think Luca's got a chance. Yeah, I think it's Luca. I, yeah, I think Luca can sink in there. I don't know. Enchanted well, hasn't been doing fantastic. Well, we can we can talk about we can talk about these next two categories, and I'll see what your opinion is about that. Um, after that, best original song for a motion picture, we have "Be Alive" from King Richard, "Das Origuitas" from Encanto, uh, "Down to Joy" from Belfast, "Here I Am" singing my way home from Respect, and "No Time to Die." From no time to die. Um, yeah. I think uh, if you swap here, I am with just look up. That's basically the Oscars lineup. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking yeah. too. Although I could maybe see where we're down to joy misses, or maybe that's just me hope dicting because I really don't like that song. But yeah, yeah I could see it missing and maybe going to like Guns of Blazing. Hmm. And then No Time to Die is probably winning this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird. It's like, it's two years old, and I, I don't know. I also just don't like Billy Eilish, but I, whatever. I think it's Be Alive's um, Oscar for the win, Piece of Cake, Walk in the Park. Uh, yeah. it's It kind of sucks, because like I feel like if they give it to Be Alive, maybe this is a hot take, but I think that's a bad song. Like, I don't, I, I think it's I don't love generic. It. And like Beyonce, Beyonce is a pretty great artist. Like when like Lemonade's a great album, that is like the most generic song ever. It's low key and I, to hear my voice of songs this year. Yeah. Well, but, it doesn't and, sound like a Christmas um, song. <laughs> hear my voice. I legitimately like more because it's funnier. And No Time to Die, I think, is one of the best Bond songs. So like, I, I yeah. really it's no Skyfall. That. It's no Skyfall. It's Skyfall I think it's better. And no, I love it. No, cap, cap, cap. Yeah, that's a big cap. Not gonna lie. I don't know. I like how like slow it is and how it like slowly builds. It's just it's it great. works fine in the film, but like, come I on, Skyfall is mean, a better. No song. time to die is kind of a mediocre movie, anyway. So that was probably the best part. Ooh, of it. Um, um, I like it. Uh, quick question for the people seeing Canto. Um, do you? I feel like maybe like another song could have taken that place. Like we don't talk about Bruno, well, but maybe I that's about, too. 
I did think consider Colombia me and Kanto, but yeah, yeah, maybe because it's a really emotional moment. So I, I don't guess. want to sound like a hater here, but I legitimately do not remember a single song from Encanto. And that's so funny because I'm the complete opposite. Um, I think the first song is This Generation's Bell from Being the Beast. And I cannot stop thinking about the songs at all. My entire family can't. Um, I think the Moana will be more popular and more remembered in terms of we're looking at This Generation's Disney. But I, yeah, I think the songs were pretty good in Encanto. I was jamming to Moana when I watched that movie. And, like, they were all, like, stuck in my head after I watched it. Encanto, like, a big, like, I enjoyed watching that movie. But whenever I walked out, I was like, I don't remember anything that happened. Like, legitimately. <laughs> and, like, the other day, like, one of my coworkers was talking about, like, something that happened in Encanto. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, it just left me. I, I It's very weird. Um, I Maybe I need to watch it again. Um, but like whenever I was trying to think of the songs, I couldn't hum you a single song from Encanto. I'm not gonna lie. Like I do not remember. I remember the um don't talk about Bruno being the best one, but I couldn't tell you how it went. Na, 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 na. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. that. <laughs> All um, right, well Yeah. But let's yeah, continue with this next category and then I'll ask you again if uh you think uh, Encanto, if you can't, Luke is winning or not. Best original score, The French Dispatch by Alexander Desplat. Encanto by Jermaine Franco. Oh, yeah. The Power of the uh, Dog dude. by Johnny Greenwood. Parallel Mothers by El Pocho Iglesias. And Dune by Hans Zimmer. So, Brett, what's winning animated feature? I, okay, I'm going to tell you right here. Now, it could still be Luca. Here's why I'm going to say this, all right? Because it's score... The thing about like Encanto is like it's a it's a musical and it's a Disney musical and like it's super cool that I got nominated for score but like it's not like I got nominated for like picture or anything you know what I mean? I mean, like, sure. Encanto's Encanto's also got three nominations and Luca's got one. But like the thing here's the thing is like Kubo and the Two Strings got nominated for visual effects and animated feature. And Zootopia We're talking about two different awards bodies. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't necessarily always mean that, like, in technical departments, you get nominated somewhere, and then it's just automatically going to win this. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. I still think there's a lot more love for Luca than there is for Encanto. Which is weird because I think Encanto is better, but I think they're both mid anyway. So. That's a rough take. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Luca's <laughs> like top tier Pixar. Yeah, and Encanto's like mid. Encanto's like mid tier. I like Encanto, but like if it wins like best feature, best anime feature, it's gonna be another one of those. Disney always wins the best anime feature category. Well, that's gonna be the same with Pixar. If Luca wins, it's like yeah, Pixar always wins. That's true, but Luca, I think would deserve it. This is just all my opinion. To be honest, oh, but I have to see Flea. Wait, take that back. I have to see Flea. Flea (laughs) I think Flea deserves it. Flea is is good, but like uh, we're not gonna. We don't need to get into this conversation again. Yeah. I think Luca is, is a better movie than Flea. And I, um, I don't know what So whole other line we could go through. But but if Flea won, I wouldn't be like, whoa, that was undeserved. Like, obviously, like, oh, cool. Something that's not the biggest company in the entire world won. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. I'm, I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you want to point out because we just I think Luca about- deserves it, to be honest. If Encanto wins, I'll be a little upset. Not going to lie. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, neither of them deserve it over Flea, if you ask me, but that's, you know. <laughs> so uh, um, I do want to point out, though, uh, since you brought up like a smaller company, like winning animated feature, it seems like in general, Neon kind of dropped the ball. Other than Flea, they kind of dropped the ball this year because Teton missed, Worst Person missed, and Spencer missed Score, which well, I don't know how the hell you watch Spencer I think, and not nominate. I think, I because I, I looked at the Score, um, lineups over the years on for the globes on wikipedia they don't double nominate people that often like i know they did it last year for trent reznor and atticus ross but you know they've only besides that they've only done it like maybe three or four other times in their Mm -hmm. history like you know not even john williams was double nominated the year he was supposed to win for memoirs of a geisha so it i mean it, 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 it's not too surprising that that Spencer missed score here. It's not done. I think if it misses BAFTA, that's, you know, it's on thin ice, but um, this isn't, like, the most concerning yeah. one. And uh, one last note before we move on to the other categories. Uh, for song, thank fucking God Cyrano didn't get nominated for anything. Because the music... <laughs> I, I I don't know if any of you guys have seen seen it yet. No. I saw it I saw it last or over the weekend. It the, the songs are not good enough. They're straight up just not good. Generic, bland. It, it, it's not a good musical <laughs> at all. Oh dang. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think it comes here. Like it opens twice next month or something like that. Yeah. I'll probably just watch it on Amazon. Places? Whatever. Uh, I think it's like doing a limited run in New York. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. I I saw it. My there's a festival up in the mountains near where I am, so they happen to be screening it over the weekend. So I was I was lucky enough to see it, but unlucky because it was like not good. <laughs> Is it um, Telluride? Sorry. Oh, um. Was it the Telluride, Telluride Festival? Oh, no, this, this, was like a, like, this is just like a separate thing in Aspen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Telluride already happened, but he did go to that, Yeah, so. but the way he was describing it, I thought it was... Yeah, I mean, I, I was also at Telluride, but that was way, way earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, I think the, this whole thing is going to be Power to Dog versus Dune at this point, depending yeah. on, you know... Yeah. The dudes were so amazing just to put it yeah. out there. Um, I will say, um, don't underestimate Peril Mothers. There's been kind of a buzzword score. I mean, so in terms of predictions, and so maybe well, keep your uh, eye what on What I'll it. say, what I'll say is that this person has been nominated, Upper Trinkalizes, he's been nominated three times for um, uh, Constant Gardener, Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spine, some random kite movie. Um, the kite runner, yeah, from the director of Monsters Ball and uh, Finding Neverland, produced by Lee Daniels. Probably not, but <laughs> um, so um, I mean, and he got shortlisted for Pain Glory. He does all of Amadovar's work, and the score in Parallel Mothers is is good. It's it's a very good score, but it doesn't really like stand out a lot. And so, like, I feel like this, it'll get shortlisted. I should probably put it on the top 10. 
but like I don't think like it's a I think yeah I don't think it's like in there yet I don't think it's in over Spencer or don't look up I, those are the other two that I have in score for sure at the moment yeah um but yeah I mean depending on you know the narrative of like oh Johnny Grubert's having a great year let's give him the win or Hans Zimmer hasn't won since the Lion King, so let's give it to him. It's probably going to be Zimmer at this point. Yeah, yeah, more than likely. Uh, like, that would be cool, but I also really like Spencer's score. I'd love mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, Spencer's definitely his best score of the year, but, like, Zimmer is going to be fine. I'm okay with that. It was, it, yeah. It was, yeah, I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine with doing winning. Okay, so best screenplay motion picture a category that seems to predict um, that at least seems to always have the, the winner for best picture is the nomination. Uh, the nominees are Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog, Adam McKay, Don't Look Up, and Aaron Sorkin for Being the Ricardos. Um, no West Side Story, no King Richard. I, I just want to point out how funny it is that all the that everyone who wrote this screenplay also were direct, also directed the movie. Yeah, writer yeah. directors, mm-hmm. which was not the case last year. So yeah. there you go. Um, I think yeah. this puts this should put to bed anyone predicting King Richard to win Best Picture, which is something that I never understood anyway. I, yeah. uh, I thought that was a thing until I watched the movie and I'm like, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> I had been saying since I'd seen it that there was, like, initially when I saw it, I didn't even think it was going to be nominated. Um, obviously, it's, I, be, it's terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other thing for another it's time. Not, it's not good. Uh, I think it might miss the Oscar nomination. I feel like, you know, you could Which see something like, like oh. Probably not. No way. It's it's definitely getting in. I, yeah, you said that about I, Ma Rainey's last year. Yeah, that's that's no, fair. I, but I always thought I don't know. I think Ma Rainey's is actually bad. I think King Richards is okay. Ma Rainey's yeah. is not a bad movie. It's better than King Richard. No, no, Ma Rainey's is definitely worse than King Richard. Yes, thank you. Um. What? <laughs> okay. That's, that's I, I think my thing is like the only other things that would get in over King Richard are Come On, Come On, and Mass, and those are literally getting nothing. I mean, yeah, it's sad that Come you know on has died so quickly, and yeah, which is it's a shame. House of Gucci is going to get more nominations than Come On, Come On. I hate my life because of it. So mm-hmm. there you go. Um, Jack, I know you're not going to like this, but I do think Red Rocket could surprise us. Ah, no. Oh, do you not like Red Rocket? No, I I really, it didn't Yay. land for me at all. Are, are you a Sean Baker fan? Um, Well, the only other movie I'd seen of his is Florida Project, and I think that's a masterpiece. So. Oh, okay, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I think for you, Red Rocket, like, the jokes just weren't that funny to me, and as a result, most of it fell apart. And also, it was way too long. I get that, yeah. I mean, it's like two hours. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. I feel like it could have been an hour and a half. Yeah, for sure. 
or even an hour 40 i still would have been able to tolerate it at that but it was it had no right being that long yeah i mean yeah i was just throwing the concept out there um i i could see that i guess but like you know i guess i guess i could see that coming up because they they do they like sean baker i did for a project screenplay it didn't it it didn't but yeah I mean, it would be akin to like Mike Mills getting in for 20th Century Women or, you know, something like something that's just kind of inspired and creative and out of the box like that. Yeah, did get in at NBR, so there is some industry support for it. But to me, it makes no sense that Red Rocket would get in and the Florida Project wouldn't because the Florida Project's just a better movie in every sense. Well, but, I mean, and, and like it had more support too. Yeah, but that, well, I mean, that was also you, like one of the nuttiest years ever for original screenplay. True. Yeah, but you could also like, I mean, you could point to beginners having more support because of one supporting actor, and then like you know, Twenty Century Women got nothing before it got the screenplay nomination. So, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, is Red Rocket uh, WJ? Uh, it, is, it is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I look at this thing here. I mean, I don't think they're going to give it to Aaron Sorkin unless they want to pull another Steve Jobs scenario. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to give it to Adam McKay. I don't think also, they're cool enough to give it to Campion. Everyone's kind of just like agreeing that being Cutter is his mid, it seems like. Except mm-hmm. for Sam. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of hyped for it, to be honest. I Comes think out I on Tuesday. Really, I'm it, yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, I, I like Molly's game a lot, and I don't like Trial. So. I like Trials. I like Trial more than Molly's game, to be honest. I don't really like either of them, but yeah, Trial's They're better. both fine. <laughs> I just um, feel like I Trial know. Chicago 7 was entertaining. Molly's game, I thought, dragged way too long. I just find poker interesting. Like, I don't even play it. It was just interesting yeah, to watch. Uh, yeah. Wait, did you like ca- ca- uh, Card Counter? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. Well, that's completely different <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't see Card Counter, but, like, I heard you it was awesome. Too. Yeah. I, I'm very, like, on and off with uh, Paul Schrader, though. Like, mm-hmm. some things I really like from him and other things I hate. He's my favorite mm-hmm. Facebook dad. Oh man. Oh, Anyways. Um <laughs> so I don't think they're gonna get they're cool enough to give it to Campion here. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be to give it it's to gonna people. be licorice pizza or Belfast. I think it's gonna be PTA. I want it oh. to be, but oh cool Brana, to give it to that PTA. sneaky little fuck. Brana, that sneaky little fuck. Uh yeah. You really hate Belfast, geez. I don't hate it. I just don't want it to be a have best picture contender. I, I'm with you, George. <laughs> it's not that good of a movie. It's so overrated. Yeah. I think it's underrated at this point because everyone I, hates it for some reason. Yeah, I think it's overrated. I think it's cute. Like I liked it. I don't know. I yeah, it, it won me over. I thought it was quite good. And I, I like usually don't like Kenny Brana. Like I don't think I don't think it's the best movie of the year by any means, but like yeah, I mean, it's, it's not in my top ten. It's just like 
It doesn't, it doesn't even make that much sense as an awards contender to me, just because it's so like small scale, and I don't know. I, I don't like that it's there, and I don't get why it's there. Why is it bad if it's small scale? Aren't those? No, no. I, I'm not saying it's bad because of that. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's bad because of that. I'm just saying like it doesn't even work as like an award. It, it doesn't even make as much sense as an awards movie because of that. And then in oh, general, okay, I feel yeah. In general, it's just like I just wasn't emotionally connected to it at all. So yeah, I oh, yeah, just kind of stuck there for nine minutes, being like, "Why the fuck should I care?" That's that's one thing about like King Richard. I'm just kind of like, "How did this get in, but not something like Just Mercy?" You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Why is this the hill that we're dying on? It's like King Richard. Because <laughs> I think the tennis scenes are pretty cool, but that's probably it. I kind of don't. Um, <laughs> I don't care about tennis at all. So. Well, I think you can make anything fascinating in a movie, in a, in a show or a movie, as long as you're like good at what you do. Queen's Gambit. Yeah, exactly. They made chess the most fascinating thing, and like chess should be boring. Even like Ted Lasso, even though it's really not about football or soccer or whatever, you know, at all. Like, there's something riveting about that, and maybe it's just like me. But in King Richard, whenever they were playing tennis, I was like, I'm bored. And they can they can cut this. I don't need to see this. Um, and but I think that's also just my whole frustration with that movie, is because I just, I mean, this is a whole other tangent, but like Richard Williams is an awful human being. Whoa. <laughs> abusive yeah. to people. And they made a movie saying, hey, look how great this guy is. Yeah, and I don't really like how gross. they framed it. They framed it from his perspective. Yes, stupid. But, but, but then again, like Serena and Venus had like a lot of control in this movie. And yeah, and I don't understand it, why like, they would want, want it to be framed from. I think, no, I, because I think that's how they saw him. Yeah. you're gonna see your dad like that if you because he's your dad well, why would they frame it from I can, his perspective that's the, that's I, I don't get i don't get the awful no, i i can I see why they would be like oh we loved our dad and we want to have this portrait of him outside looking in i'm like your your dad's a bad person <laughs> that's a bad thing like, but it's like a really bad thing but <laughs> i can see how they'd be like well this is a person that helped us get to where we are now mm-hmm. but i feel like the movie should have been written and directed by someone who was a little more outside of the situation who saw it a little differently because the movie's a glowing portrait of someone who is legitimately not a good person see that's and- the I don't get that at all. Mean, I don't get that. That's a different conversation for a different day. So doesn't he's a good dad. That he didn't do good things for people. That doesn't mean that there wasn't good things about him. I, but if you hear the things that he says to people in that movie and the way that he acts and the way that he conducts himself, and at the end it's like, well, he was right. I think it's a terrible message. I genuinely well, I, do. But Brett, he I was from it Compton. Kids more selfish when they watch it. I, he was from Compton. He had to really push for his kids to have a chance. That's like that's fine. I, that doesn't okay. mean you should be like, hey, people who are tennis <laughs> parents should shoot themselves or whatever. 
like no that's still not okay sorry not my, doing that my my point of view is i think they show him being a bad person i'm not getting the seeing him in a glowing halo of light well, i think they, sh- like, they show him all the time the being time. awful wasn't uh, he great i think you have to like kill someone to be a bad person i think like Saying someone's a bad person is like you have to do a lot of bad things to be a bad person. Everyone's flawed. flawed. Did he He literally threaten to kill people? I'm trying to remember that scene too, Tristan. I don't know. I don't think he did. Is this the cup scene where (laughs) we did? They explained this in the movie that he literally said on camera, Tennis parents should get shot. He literally said that verbatim. Oh, is this the interview? It's is this in the movie? Scene? I remember because oh. I went, are you kidding? Yeah. I <laughs> this mean, is better than my fight with Dan on our last <laughs> This is very intense. Yeah, I mean, the vibe I was getting, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, basically the basketball equivalent, this guy named LeVar Ball. Yeah. All right. Uh, after know. this, look him up. He's basically the like more modern day equivalent of Richard Williams, except less successful. But like you can get the same vibes of like, oh yeah, this person is very clearly not a great person. They're just like a very passionate parent who's doing things in a very selfish way. Yeah, and I genuinely think that's what Richard is. I think, yeah. I think a movie about. Richard Williams would be fascinating if the point of perspective was either from Serena Williams or if the point of perspective was for someone outside looking in describing the situation and showing Mm -hmm. that Richard Williams is a complicated person who obviously wanted the best for his family but also was a selfish egotistical jerk and I think that's the way to make that movie but the movie is so conventional that it comes across as Richard did these kind of really messed up things. And because of that, both of his daughters became successful. And I think the Mm -hmm. message that people could take away from that is like, well, it's really time to emotionally abuse my kids now. And I'm like, "Mm, I I don't, I don't, I don't, maybe we should move on. Yeah. (laughs) The whole kitchen scene. That's all I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the best I'm scene with the you, Jared. The yeah. scene is undercut by the rest of the movie. Yes. It, yeah, it that's the best scene of the film. Anyway. He think- yeah. literally back-to-back is called that. Anyway, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm right. sorry, Jared. This should be really a walking on eggshell thing, Brett. No yeah. first thing. Walking on eggshells, this should be our first like, oh, cultural... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I want Licorice Pizza to win screenplay, but <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's like saying like predicting promising young woman to take Globe screenplay over trial. It just feels like you're committing suicide by doing that. It's a little intense too, but yeah. Uh, anyway, best I, performance I, by an actor in a supporting role. Wait, Any director. Most- what about director? What about director? I'm, I'm doing the order that next best picture has listed. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I'm on Wikipedia. And- <laughs> yeah. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. Ben Affleck. 
<laughs> in the tender bar. Ben Affleck. Yes. Uh, thank you, Snoop Dogg, right. for that great meme. Sorry about that, Ben. Um, no, Ben <laughs> Affleck in the tender bar. Jamie Dornan, Belfast. Kieran Hines, Belfast. Troy Kotsor, Coda. Cody Smith McPhee, The Power of the Dog. My boy Troy getting in. Yeah, no Jared Leto, thank God. My boy Troy. Oh my goodness, I was so scared. My boy Troy. Yeah, I love Troy getting in. I'm I'm okay with Troy getting in, yeah. I'm I'm happier that Cody got in because I thought if there's one place that Cody would not get in, it would be here. Yeah, I think... I actually predicted that, and I made a bet with myself that if he got in, that uh, I would watch The Boss Baby 2 and The Girl Who Believed in Miracles, which is this shitty Christian movie back-to-back. Nice. Okay. I already did that, so there you go. How were they? Uh, they sucked. Anyways. Um, so and- now, I mean, with Cody's sweeping these critics' awards... It seems like everyone's going to be like, oh, he's going to win the Oscar. And I'm like, hold on. I think hold on. Because I don't, I don't really understand what the, what, I mean, it's a great performance, but I don't think, I don't really get what's win worthy about his performance. I, I think George, in my opinion, it's look at the other material we're working with. I think supporting actors and like the best actors to this year, if you're feeling me, like, Jamie Dorian and the two guys from Belfast, they're fine. Trey Kushner yeah, not, is, is my not, personal favorite. And because I really like fantastic about this category, really, at all, I'm, to be honest with you. Like, I yeah, think you've seen Troy Bar, George, right? And you didn't like it. It's not good. Jack saw it too. And it's, uh, you know, it's really lazy and boring and bland. Yeah. It's, it's just not that good. And like, um, He's fine in it, but he's definitely not awards worthy. It's definitely just a cool. It's like when he got nominated at Critics' Choice for The Way Back, you know. Yeah. Um. And yet, and yet, he's still somehow not the worst performance in this set of nominees. Yeah. Who is Jared Leto? Jamie Dornan. Oh wait, really? Oh, Dornan's actually my favorite. But I don't I really, know. I'm not I passionate about any of I thought he was legitimately bad. Better than Troy? Hines is better in the movie. Hines is better, yeah. Yeah, Hines is definitely better. Dornan has no right being here at all. Just, he has the most. I mean, I don't think Hines has any right being here either, but like, he's better than Dornan. Exactly. I don't know, maybe Kotsu is my favorite. But Dornan did nothing. I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, th- I thought Dornan was very authentic. Like, it's not a challenging role, but it, like, because he's from Belfast, I, I think he, you could tell that he was really passionate about the material. And I, I think he, uh, he brought a lot to the movie. I don't know. He was like, he was like an interesting, like, father figure role. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I, I was drawn to his performance. Like, I, I like Belfast a lot more than most people, though, just because I've got, a lot of family from Newfoundland and Newfoundland's very similar to okay. Belfast and has a lot of Irish people there too. So mm-hmm. I've got like kind of a connection to the movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, it's just like, I feel like literally anyone could have given that performance that he gave. It felt so lifeless. Yeah. And we'll get, I'll talk about it a lot more when we get to critics choice, but I'm really not enthusiastic about this category this year. There's like so many other inspired choices you could make and they're just not making them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, Jason Isaacs or Andrew Daniels and Weep. Or, uh, yeah, we'll talk about. Oh, Robin De Jesus hey. for a tick tick yeah. boom. I think was yeah, good. that would be my. Well, that was the big stuff here, I feel. Question, like, question. Yeah. What? Everyone's seen Spider Man here. Yes. 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 Okay. Legitimately, should be nominated for Spider. I was gonna say Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Willem oh, Dafoe okay, maybe. Willem yeah. Dafoe. Willem yeah, Dafoe honestly is better than all of these nominees except maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. They were both good in that. Yeah, like legitimate, because like it's so bad. Because I really want to put for supporting actor for Spider-Man on like my. Um, personal nominees list, but I'm like I can't because it's a spoiler. <laughs> but um, he's so good at it. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have to bleep that out. By the way, like, oh yeah. In an in like a weirder year where No Way Home was a contender, I feel like Defoe would legitimately have a shot at a nomination. In a weirder year, yeah, like, in a way weirder year, yeah, amazing. It's great. Where is uh, like. There could be very black, like bl- a very wild card thing, or maybe people start talking about Spider Man because it becomes a really big cultural phenomenon. Some people are already thinking it might get nominated. I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about putting in my tenth spot. I'm not. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't think it. Will I like the movie, but like, come on. Outside I, I, that it might, and that would I be think... pretty cool. I think this is just Avengers Endgame all over again. Yeah, I exactly. People being like, oh, "This is a cultural." And I never bought into. I never bought into Endgame. You know, it's not happening. It's, it's number one. It's bringing back like twenty years of storytelling, and number two, it came out in December. Yeah, it's giving me more Force Awakens vibes, and and Force Awakens got five nominations. It was probably the tenth. It was probably tenth picture. Yeah. SPGA. Yeah. It might get PGA, sure. Um, again, I don't really get what... I mean, Cody's movie fee is, is great, but I don't really get what makes his performance win-worthy. I just... You know, I don't think it should win either. It, in a perfect world, this is Jenkins or Isaacs. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Yeah. Or, I think, or Norman. Honestly, I think Kotzer's going to win this one. Oh, yeah, I agree. Shoot, I think that's right. Woody uh, Norman would be a good contender. Yeah, Woody Norman should win this. But Woody good. Norman is so fucking good. Oh my god. So good. All right, best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy: Leonardo DiCaprio in Don't Look Up, Peter Dinklage in Sereno, Sereno, Andrew Garfield in Tick Tick Boom, Cooper Hoffman in Licorice Pizza, Anthony Ramos in In the Heights. First of all, thank God they didn't put Ben Platt in here. Yeah. Or it's all great. Hot take, but Hoffman was actually better than Heim in pizza. I'm really glad he got nominated here. Uh, he was he was so good. He is not my favorite performance of this bunch, but if if he wanted to be happy, that's not gonna happen, obviously. Garfield's probably gonna win this and he should. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, Garfield was yeah. like a top three lead acting performance of the year, I'd say. So I'm, I'm, he's gonna win probably, and he should win. It's, it's a good thing. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also I thought, how, like, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I was gonna say I thought it was possible for Simon Rex to show up here, but he didn't. So you know, whatever. Oh, he should. I know. I just 
like kind of crapped on Red Rock earlier, but Simon Rex was great in it, so I would have been fun with him getting nominated. Yeah, he's super good. Um, but yeah, I feel like 2021 is like the year we kind of recognize Andrew Garfield as like one of the best actors worth mm, today. You know, his yeah. body of work this year has been nutty. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Um, I guess if anyone was going to upset because we have to entertain this idea, I guess it would be Dinklage. But and I'd be okay with that too. I know I also shout on Cyrano, but Dinklage was great. He's the best part of that movie. Yeah, I don't think DiCaprio is going to happen anymore. If he couldn't win for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I don't think he's going to win for this. Yeah, I agree. You know, Garfield is... If uh, Tick, Tick, Boom wasn't as big of a BB contender, I would have been saying that Garfield was definitely giving me, like, Taron vibes. But, yeah. Uh, Tick, 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 Boom Boom is not Rocket Man. We have in pictures, so that's not something we have to worry about anymore. Yeah. Um, then we move on to the best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama, Mahershala Ali in Sweep Song, Woo! Javier Bardem in Being the Ricardos, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog, Will Smith and King Richard and Denzel Washington and The Tragedy of Macbeth. I have not seen Being the Ricardos, but I think this might end up being my favorite uh, act lineup in this category of any of the awards bodies this year. Interesting. Washington Cumberbatch are maybe my top three performances in this category for the year. So I'm so happy that all three of them got in. Uh, Smith is winning here for sure, though. I don't think that's a question. Yeah, he's going to. It's like the Globes are basic. They're going to go for a very basic choice. So mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of want Cumberbatch to win. Ollie being here, I'm so happy that happened. He's great. He's phenomenal. Yeah, is Swan he's... Song really good? Uh, Swan Song is pretty good. It's the script's kind of like not generic, but it's not as deep as it could have been. But yeah. Ollie carried it hard. He's so good. Oh my goodness. And then uh, move on to best performance by an actress that's supporting her on any motion picture. Catriona Balfe in Belfast, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story, Kirsten Dunst in The Power of the Dog, Anjanu Ellis in King Richard, and Ruth Nega in Passing. I, this, this is such a good category, I think, in terms of acting. And, and this yeah. realistically could be our Oscar five. I think so too, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I hope it is because I really want Ruth Nega to get in. Although Are we all in agreement that DePose is winning this, I hope. Yes. yes. And she should win. I mean, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I have to admit that my perspective on West Side Story changed a little bit because I watched the movie and I ended up loving it so much I lowered my score of the original film. So, yeah, it's it's a fantastic movie. I think we can. So all the times that George and Kristen thought about how it was yeah, it's meaningless now. Yeah, I mean. I, would I was right. Heck yeah. no. whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> I, mean, I was the one when the teaser showed the beat at last year's Oscars. I was like, oh, this is going to be cinematic greatness. And Tristan, I agreed with me. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jared, actually, you were the one who carried that. You yeah. deserve the credit. Um, I thought what said story was kind of overrated, to be honest, but it was still good. I did too, actually. Yeah. I, I will posit, though, that I do, I wouldn't necessarily 
vote for it to win Best Picture, though, because of the whole, like, I would rather have an original film win. But it is a great movie. And I... This is going to be very sacrilegious to a lot of people, but I kind of think DeBose was better as Anita than Rita Moreno was. I agree. Preparing to be crucified. But yeah, she, she should win this whole category especially with the categories it is right uh, i thought that dunst was the better performance but debose is still she's still fantastic it's a good i one. mean dunst is great but like i mean i even think neg is better but you know i mean dunst will it's better than the version of suicide yeah that's true i mean I, I think she's better than ingenue ellis and especially katriona balf but you know mm-hmm. if balf wins that would just be like Come on, really? I'd like say Alice, Alice. If there is a weak link in this category, it's probably Alice, I'd say, to be honest. Hmm. Uh, also, one the one she's the one good scene in King Richard. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah but that scene isn't even like super good. It's just like kind of good. Yeah. Yeah. But she honestly was, reminds me of a little bit. Yeah, I wasn't that impressed. The one scene that I wanted the movie to be. Yeah. So Cute. it was very refreshing. And then the rest of the movie okay. was nonsense. The way <laughs> the way I bet so much money that that is her Oscar clip if oh, she gets nominated. Sure. Like, what if it's not? What if it's like the clip of her like training her daughter? To there's just no, way. There's what just if, no what way. What if it's the clip where she's like, why did you pull away from the girl? I, I did not. I meant to make a southern accent and it sounded bad <laughs> please cut that i didn't mean for it to sound like that. <laughs> um, i am so sorry okay um <laughs> i will say though i've been saying this for a while and i think this kind of confirmed it to me i think ingenue ellis is like olivia coleman and the father all over again Maybe. like some people what were like oh that? well remember last year when a lot of people were like oh olivia coleman could win for the father you know supporting actress Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, last year was also kind of a shit show for this category, though. Yeah, and like, I feel like Angelos is kind of the same way, and I, I honestly preferred Olivia Coleman and the Father, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, this is a strong lineup though. Like, even with Allison there as the weekly, like she's still a fairly good performance. This is, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Valve's the the weak link, but you know, yeah, yeah, and. Again, Debose should win. She's going Bose to win. Be probably, yeah. Yeah. She 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 really does deserve to just Kaluuya. All right, best performance by an actress, motion picture, music, or comedy. I am not ready for Brett to gloat. Um, Marion Cotillard and Annette, Alana Hahn, <laughs> Licorice Pizza, Jennifer Lawrence, Don't Look Up, Emma Stone, Cruella, Rachel Zegler, West Side Story. I I'll just say it. The night before, I was like, you know what, Marion Cotillard. Could get nominated for this, and George was like, "No, they won't touch Annette. No, no one will touch Annette. No, Annette is poison. No." And I was like, "Okay, we'll see." <laughs> and it happened. So, um, I said last Globes that they were not going to touch Michelle Pfeiffer for French Exit, and then they dominated her. I said they weren't going to touch um, Annette at all, and they nominated Annette. So I think from now on, whenever there's a weird movie with a big star and people start saying, oh, they're not going to get nominated for this because this movie is just way too weird for the Globes, I'm going to have to start biting my tongue mm-hmm. and saying, no, there's a chance. 
but it's even weirder than Viper because, I mean, I think that's a slightly better movie than French Exit. Uh, Cotillard's uh... better. But Cotillard is not the lead. Or she's not a lead performance at all. She's no. supporting. She's very no. supporting. And she doesn't really do a whole lot. So, like, they literally just nominated her because this category is so empty and because she's one of the biggest stars here. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. Yeah, classic classic Globe shenanigans. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the rest of the lineup is pretty expected. Good. Yeah. Uh, J-Law's probably shit and don't look up, but... Yeah. I, I thought she was okay. I don't know. Like, I think people are being a bit harsh on her. Like, I, I, I didn't not, think Leo was that good either. I have not seen Don't Look Up, but as someone who both hates Adam McKay and hates Jennifer Lawrence, I know that this that, that's just a combination for disaster for me. So I'm, I'm fully expecting to just hate her performance. I, I also hate Adam McKay usually. And I, I thought it was okay. Like, I actually liked the movie a lot. Okay. but like yeah I, I wouldn't blame you if you don't like it like it's 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 got a lot of problems and like do you it's not like really vice movie, actually i thought vice was shit yeah you, yeah i i hated vice too and but don't look up i think feels like a lot more coherent okay well that's that's so that's good to hear. are we thinking zegler or heim because i feel like it could be either one uh, we, both. we haven't gone to Critics' Choice yet, but Haim is the one who's gone to Critics' Choice, so she's definitely more favored in terms of that. But also, they're going to suck off West Side Story for sure, so we'll be close. I I'm mean, Haim for now. It is close because Zegler is an ingenue, and they love ingenues, and they love musicals, and she is legitimately great in the movie. It wouldn't be undeserved. But I have to remember. I think she might win the Oscar, to be honest. Okay, Brett, I want you to explain this because I, I saw Sorry. it on your Gold Derby that you have her number one, and I'm like, why? Wait, Brett, you're talking about Heim, right? No, Zegler. Oh, oh, what? Really? Yeah. I need you to explain I this to me. There's been a buzz. Like, there's been a buzz about that performance ever since that movie came out. Everyone's like, Zegler, Zegler, Zegler. But- like, Debose is the one who's getting the praise, and even like Face is getting like more hype than her in terms of like a performance. No, I really see Rachel Ziegler getting in, not even to the five. I think she'll get into winning the conversation. But you also on your gold derby don't have Debose winning, and you have Ziegler winning, and that that makes even less sense. I do I not have Debose winning because I thought I did. You have Balf. Do I still? Oh, I must have not have updated it because um, the boss is definitely winning. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I want to say though, uh, not Zegler, but I do think Haim has a really big shot at winning the Oscar. Well, uh, yeah, I want to ask you about that too because I've thought I've considered that thought like legitimately, and mm-hmm. I do. And like you've seen the movie, and Brett and Tristan seen the movie, and I want to know like kind of like. I mean, so obviously, like, she's incredible in the movie. It's a very human performance. She's, like, charismatic, but still complicated. Uh, I think the bigger thing for me is the fact that when you're looking at um, 
when you're looking at the lineup, and we're going to talk about this when we get to drama actress in just a second, but like outside of her and Zegler, if you're considering Zegler, none of the other contenders are going to be in a Best Picture nominee at all. That's true. I think if she's legitimately the only one in there with a Best Picture nom in a Best Picture nominee, and considering Pizza also has like a solid shot, I'd say at winning Best Picture. It's not the front runner right now, but it still has a solid shot. Like I think the support's there for her, where she could just like, uh, I don't want to say Amazon and La La Land, but something akin to that, where she just kind of get ha- builds the support. And Interesting. Matches in, especially since. Like Spencer's getting weaker by the day, and Stewart's getting weaker by the day as a result of that. Yeah, um, I'm Team Milana, so I really hope she wins. That'd be great. I'm looking at. Well, I I mean, one I would literally pee. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I'm behind Stan. I would support it, yes, but like you know, um, I am looking at specifically at the Globes though, and I am remembering. When Andrew Day uh, won for her first film role, uh, she was playing a singer. Now, granted, that was a very transformative role, and she was playing a real-life singer, um, but she still won. And I'm also remembering when Lady Gaga um, won for her first acting role in American Horror Story. Uh, So there is precedent for Haim to pull it off. Yes. But I mean, going off of that argument, it kind of goes both ways, though, because it's, it's also Zegley's first movie role. Yes, but she wasn't. I mean, she's younger than me, so like she was a YouTuber before, so she did have a bit of like attention. I mean, I guess she had something. Yeah, but Haim is the bigger name. She's Grammy nominated. You know, mm. I feel like there's. I feel like it's it's kind of like a coin toss between the two, honestly. Yeah, I I'm gonna go with Heim for now just because I think she can win the Oscar for Best Actress. I mean, I I do think she's likelier for a nomination than Zegler is right now. Yeah. I'll say that much. Um, yeah. and then we have Best Actress in a Motion Picture Drama. We have Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman in The Lost Daughter, Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos, Lady Gaga in House of Gucci, and Kristen Stewart in Spencer. I very desperately would love to see Kristen Stewart win this and then win the Oscar. It's my favorite performance of the year. Mm-hmm. But man, it's, I really, I have to be honest, I, I see the writing on the wall and I, I don't think she's going to win anymore. I think, yeah, I, I think Chastain might make a comeback and win or maybe they give her a I think, you know, I, I think Kinman's taking the globe. You know, maybe, I, maybe Hein could like just randomly pull it off. It would be like, it would have um, to take a lot of shortcomings, like getting in a BAFTA, getting SAG, winning the SAG. But you know, yeah, maybe it could happen. Maybe I don't know. It's tough. It's kind of a black category right now, and also, I mean. I just want to say, like, a little, like, there's four, like, usually there's some precedent for, like, like, a split between real life, like, portrayals of real life people and portrayals of fictional people, and looking at this Globes drama lineup, it's uh, four actresses playing 
real people in basically biopics, which kind of sucks to see. Yeah. Like, I've seen Gaga get in, Gaga and Kinman get in. I'm, like, I'm sure Kinman's good. I've, I've not seen being the Carters. I have House of Gucci. Uh, but seeing those two get in over people like McDormand and um, Cruz, like, it's just kind of a shame. I mean, you know, you could also nominate Renate Reinsva. Well, I mean, yeah. she's, she was in comedy, but, you know, um, still. Yeah. Isabel Furman, the novice, or, you know, Jody. Yeah, Jody Comer. I mean, there's a lot of other inspired choices you can make, and then you just go for Lady Gaga because she does Mario accent, you know? <laughs> I know Tristan's a fan of that movie, but still. <laughs> yeah, no, Gaga's probably going to get the Oscar nom, and that makes uh, sense. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. Like, I feel this, like, but like... If Gaga gets in, would Lana Heim not get in? Because I, I think mean, she could take out Kidman. Yeah. I, actually, I feel like Kidman's a lot. I, I don't. Disagree. I don't. I, I mean, don't I think she'll actually miss. <laughs> must I remind everyone that the Academy does not like Sorkin as much as we think they do? Yeah. I mean, Camilla Bowles in The Crown beat him last year for her first screenplay ever. So, yeah. I mean, there you go. Anyway, best director, motion picture, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Monkey Coma, King Campion, The Power of the Dog, Maggie Gyllenhaal, The Lost Daughter, Steven Spielberg, West Side Story, Denny, Dennis Villanueva for Dune. Dennis Villanueva. Uh, so Snoop Dogg really did pull a Lights Camera Jackson there. Dennis Villanueva. Yeah. Um. I think Campion will probably win this, to be honest. Yeah. Campion is the favorite by far. There's... Yeah. I really don't see... At this point right now, maybe this changes if, like, tech guilds go Dune's way overwhelmingly. But other than that, I really don't see anyone stopping Campion. Yeah. They like their auteurs now. Maggie Gyllenhaal, I think, is just another actor's-director thing. Mm -hmm. Regina think, last year. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's yeah. a pretty inspired choice because apparently that movie is very art house. Yeah, no, I've, I'm, I'm really surprised to happen. It's good, you know. W for them for finding a way to nominate two women. Yeah, it, I, I do wonder if like maybe the Lost Daughter could crack top ten best picture, but I'm. I think that literally only happens if Don't Look Up uh chops out and don't look up looks really really strong for a nomination right now so yeah i'm not i'm not really sure if it if a daughter would get in i feel like it's it, like actress and screenplay. oh wait did we lose i think daughter would take nightmares alley spot yeah i'm yeah. with you we'll talk about alley oh, a little bit but yeah no uh it's a good nomination it's not gonna happen anywhere else i'm, I'm, I'm happy she got in She's going to probably take the DGA first director award when we get around to that. Well, they also don't really like their actor directors. They didn't do it with um, Bradley Cooper. They didn't give him the win, so there you go. Yeah, but it's sad. Like much artsier than One Night in Miami and The Stars Born were. That is true. That is true. I, I don't know. All right. 
I still can't believe McKay got a nomination instead of Cooper. Yeah, that's... God, I hate Vice. Best motion picture, musical, or comedy. Uh, Cyrano, Don't Look Up, Licorice Pizza, Tick, Tick, Boom, West Side Story. Um, This this was a very obvious top five to me. Yeah. I think the only other movie that could have cracked this was um, In the Heights. I, I thought Jeremy Hansen was going to get in because I was thinking about the old. I movie. had Ben Platt an actor, but I did not have it in picture because they did reject Cats. Yeah, they, they did, but Jeremy Hansen was liked by audiences. I mean, it was, was it? but like, yeah, totally. Yeah, it has it has like an eighty something audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Damn! Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I think it was a pretty obvious one. West Side Story will probably win this. Licorice Pizza is the only one that has a chance of beating it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if Licorice Pizza wins that over West Side Story, that's massive. That's that's huge, yeah. Then it's winning Best Picture. I think so. Yeah, I think at that point I would be like, okay, that would win Picture. Best Picture. That that'd be a strong showing for Pizza. And I mean, it does have a strong showing here. Cooper Hoffman got in. Paul Thomas Anderson got in for screenplay, which it actually is saying a lot for this group because before this, PTA did not have a single Golden Globe nomination to his name. Yeah. Which is a crime. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they did do it. So good on them. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's West Side Story with like a with a possibility of pizza winning. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, because pretty... we, I didn't know, I, I don't remember if we dropped our predictions for screenplay, but like, I'm looking at it, if it's winning screenplay and if it's winning comedy actress, like, that's a really good combo to have. Yeah. To win comedy. And, and I guess, yeah, and I guess there is a world where, you know, West Side Story just wins the bows here and that's it. Yeah. All right. Best motion picture drama. Belfast, Coda, Dune, King Richard, The Power of the Dog. To me, this was also an obvious top five. This was my five. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. uh, Being the Ricardos was possible, but it just didn't. I I think that's so huge that, like, it didn't get in despite the fact that it really overperformed here with Bardem and screenplay and actress. Like I did predict Bardem though, so yeah, uh, it overperformed here except for getting pictures. So I think it's like this is where we see that's officially dead in picture. Yeah. Also, Nightmare Alley is mega mega dead. It did not receive a single nomination. nomination. Yeah. Just like yeah. the Five Bloods. And if yeah. you see the movie, it makes total sense. Yeah. I Ooh, wish Cooper was great. nominated. Cooper was so good in the movie. He really popped off for it. But it's yeah, just I'm with not- you. I, I think Cooper's great in that. Yeah. I do too. I, like, I really like the movie. But let's be real. Um, it's going to be either Belfast or Power of the Dog that wins. I mean... I think King Richard can still win this, to be honest. I know it's not nominated in director of screenplay, but like, was Bohemian Rhapsody? No, it wasn't. Yeah, I think, so, I think it's a potential Dune upset. 
I mean, if that's going to happen, like, I would have to imagine that Villeneuve would take director at that point. Yeah, which is a possibility, but, like, Campion's so fucking strong for director. Yeah, I feel like Villeneuve wouldn't be the runner-up to camp, and I feel like that would be Spielberg. Yeah, but... no, I think I have power of the dog winning this right now. Um, which it could, yeah. Yeah, King, King Richard and Belfast, though, like, obviously, I did, those have massive audience appeal that power of the dog yeah. does not i i um, think i do need to eat my words a little bit because i did say for a while that i didn't think power of the dog was gonna have a much of a chance to win best picture it, it definitely can there's a definite yeah. i think a, now i've got it at chance. number one right now i think I have number one too i think i still posit that it's closer to roma than it is to moonlight and i do think still has some short shortcomings and needs to overcome like um, the audience, the low audience score, Rotten Tomato audience score is just everywhere, mm-hmm. and well, I mean, you know, the possibility it might not get an editing nomination or a SAG nomination. I'm skeptical of a PGA win, but yes, it can happen. Yeah, uh, like the audience score is like, yeah, the, the Rotten Tomatoes one is bad, but like, it's still above seven on IMDb. I think as long as it's above seven on IMDb, it's it's fine. Yeah, exactly at seven right now. Oh, okay. Which I mean, I mean, yeah, that's still like a fine place. What if it dips below seven? Then I'll be more worried for that general reception. Yeah, because like I think it's it's gonna win the BAFTA. It's gonna win the Critics' Choice. You know. Yeah. It'll have those at least. But yeah, I am finally conceding that Power to Dog can indeed win Best yeah. Picture. And also, and it's I, the front yeah. runner in screenplay and director. Yeah, Cumberbatch could pull an upset Best Actor. To be honest. Yeah. Like, you know. He, you know, if he pulls anything, Hopkins, like, please not win for raising his voice a little bit. <laughs> really well, hate King Richard. Oh my god, Cumberbatch is your <laughs> so Cumberbatch bad. is your best hope. Then, <laughs> all right. Yeah. But so anyways, my we, point still stands. I think King Richard can surprise here. Like, if there's a place that there's gonna be a surprise, it's gonna be King Richard here. Yeah, or I guess it could win SAG. I don't know. I will pee and poo and cry for all the wrong reasons. Same. <laughs> all right. The Oscar Pundits Choice Awards, or excuse me, the Critics' Choice Awards. Ooh. Wow. Dang. Um, well, because uh, you're going to see why I said that in a little bit. Um, they came out on the same day. The awards are going to happen on the same day as the Golden Globes. Hey, so sorry to interrupt this part of the podcast, but the Critics' Choice uh, ceremony was delayed because of the Omicron variant of COVID, which, first of all, stay safe out there. It may not be more dangerous than regular COVID or Delta. However, it is more contagious. So please stay safe, get vaccinated, wear a mask, etc., etc. So they will not be happening on the same day. They're actually going to be happening in late February or early March. So while, you know, it could partly be because of concerns, they might have also done this to do their Oscar predictions bullshit instead of just voting for their favorites. So, yeah, you can tell that I hate this organization. So that's going to be fun. Um, and I never thought I would say I would ever say this, but the Golden Globes did better than the Critics' Choice this year. Yes. <laughs> Uh, best score, Nicholas Patel for Don't Look Up, Johnny Greenwood for The Power to Dog, Johnny Greenwood for Spencer, Nathan Johnson for Nightmare Alley, Hans Zimmer for Dune, 
Uh, okay. No French Dispatch, no Cyrano, no so Encanto. Get into probably more of my thoughts on Nightmare Alley. Why on earth is the score nominated? It's so generic. Yeah, I like I'm the with score. You. I thought it was pretty. Like, I don't like, know. I like the score. I, I'm fine with it getting nominated. I do think it's not going to get anywhere else, though. I think this is going to be. It sounds like, like Alexander Desplat Light. Yeah. You know, Which like, is uh, interesting that the spot was supposed to do the score. The dude, and he had yeah. to do it real quick. But, like, the fact that got on you for score is really baffling to me. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I mean, I'll have to see the movie first. But Do you yeah, guys I, think the spot dropped out because he didn't like the movie? I, I think mm-hmm. what happened is, like, because the Critics' Choice got a lot of shit for doing, like, six or seven nominees for the past few years. Mm-hmm. So they kind of wanted to cut it to five, and then like this is just what they did. Yeah. But like I, I think I still think the spot is gonna get in at the Oscars, and he he should. The French Dispatch is an amazing score. Uh huh. I I, but... I think it's um him double green with Zimmer, and then Bertel. I think Bertel's definitely that fifth spot. He's had. Yeah, I think that's what I've got right now. He has so much going for him. I'd say because like first off the score, I haven't. I don't know how it sounds in the context of the movie, but like on its own, the score is pretty good. Um, yeah, and also, like he's it. had like a massive, massive year. Underground Railroad, Cruella, uh, Succession. This, I mean, he's Succession is still his best piece of music ever. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I feel like yeah, Nicholas Patel might be like him and and uh, Johnny Greenwood. I think are the best composers working right now. Like yeah, of their of their. I journey. love them. Yeah, I like not them. including like John Williams and stuff who have. Made oh, their best work. Wait, what? John Williams no longer makes scores since retired. He is. Yeah. 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 The, the last Star Wars movie was his last score. He said so he's not doing anything else. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. It's yeah. like sick. He'll probably pass away in a few years. So that's uh-huh. Um, just like the Globes, we're probably all agreeing that Summer wins this. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Dune has like the most uh, score wins right now, so yeah. they definitely like it enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, best song we have "Be Alive" from King Richard, "Das Orgies" from Encanto, "Guns Go Bang" from The Heart of They Fall, "Just Look Up" from Don't Look Up, and "No Time to Die" from No Time to Die. Okay, not gonna lie, "Just Look Up" is a really good song. I've been jamming. I really liked it. it. Yeah, I thought it's it was funny. Fun. Yeah. I also like Guns Go Bang from the Heart of They Fall. It's like you know, the- I'm really happy with the song lineup. Um, yeah, I don't think Guns Go Bang is gonna happen at the Oscars. It uh, should. Yeah, no, that that'd be a dope nominee. Um, but you know, this is a good lineup. I'm gonna say No Time to Die wins this. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, best foreign language film: A Hero, Drive My Car, Flee, The Hand of God, and The Worst Person in the World. Again, no Titan. Yeah, that's crazy. I think Titan might be able to pull it off at the Oscars, but it's not looking great right now. I think missing the Globes was hurtful. I think missing this was deadly. Maybe. It's last it, chance. It, I if it makes the short time. list, if it makes a short list, is baffling. Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, yeah, we'll see international always is fucking random come nomination morning so i'm not gonna say no, no, nothing's ever really dead 
Yeah. Here. So I'm not, I mean, they did nominate Better Days or whatever the fuck that movie was, but like, yeah. yeah. Don't you remember that? What? what? Remember that Hale County movie or whatever got gotten? That was a documentary. <laughs> yeah. But what was that foreign film that like got nominated and nobody had heard of? Better um, Days was the one I was thinking of. Uh, wait, are you thinking of the one that got nominated for like a few? Awards? Yeah. Never Look Away. Yeah, that one. That movie's apparently really good. It's yeah. from a previous international film winner. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, so it's not dead, especially if Hand of the God, if the Hand of God is, is like really, really shaky. Uh, but yeah, no, it's not in my. Yeah, five. but they can pick something else random, like. Uh huh. Well, I was about to say Bad Luck Banging, but they are not picking that. I know Bad Luck Banging. I cannot comment on. I, it, I, it's not even that good, honestly. So. Mm-hmm. I think this is the one place where, like, if the word, if first person in the world is gonna try to, you know, establish itself as a serious contender, this is the one place that it has to win. If it doesn't win this, then yeah, I feel like drive my car is probably gonna take it though. Yeah, drive my car should have this in the bag. Yeah, I love drive my car, but like, worst person in the world is on another level. It's better, yeah. I think flea's better too, but you know. Mm. Yeah. Same. Um. Best animated feature: Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchell's Curse of Machines, Raya, and The Last Dragon. Uh, do we know if Frozen Two got in? It did. Yeah, so Raya could still be Frozen Two, maybe. I don't yeah, know. It, it could. I'm thinking like some of the gods could replace it. Maybe Belle. I think Belle. I so, some of the gods. Nobody's like talking about it at all. They should be. It's great. They should be. But what is it? Is. So Bell is what I have as that potential fifth spot. I've never even heard of some of the gods. What is that? It's on Netflix right now. It's, it's really... on Netflix. Uh, it's. It's a French film. Not the best. It's the second best animated movie of the year. It slaps. The oh, animation is like really insane. amazing. Yeah. Um, there's a certain moment that really made me gasp out loud. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this might be a place where Mitchells can win because it's been picking up a lot of critics prizes for animated feature. But they could still because these people are Oscar predictors, they could they could just say Encanto or mm-hmm. Luca. You know, and just yeah. you know they're, they're probably gonna go they're probably gonna go Encanto. Yeah, yeah. Encanto, Luca, yeah. That would... this, this one's more split, I'd say, than the Globes. I could see Luca taking it here, yeah. Okay, best comedy. Not not in Oscar's category, but an interesting one nonetheless. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Don't look up. Free Guy, The French Dispatch, and Licorice Pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I want to point out really quickly before we say what we think is going to win. They never, or not never, but the last several years, like, even when they have Best Picture nominees in their lineups, they don't go for them. Weird. Win. Yeah. So I think this could be a place where French Dispatch or Barbon fucking star could. I'm surprised Barbon star is here because didn't that come out last season? Uh, I think it came out like in March. So like while award stuff was still. No, I mean, like, I think it came out in February. Really? Yeah. Huh? It, it did. Yeah, it came out in February. Weird. Yeah, but it was nominated at like the Costume Designers Guild or whatever in Contemporary. Yeah, because we thought it was going to get nominated for Best Costume Design. 
I, I didn't think that. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a chance that uh, one of those two wins. But also, like, the guild did not like French Dispatch. Or not the guild, the Quick Stories, like, in general, they didn't like the French Dispatch at all. So Sad, because it should win here, probably. Yeah. Um, and also worth noting is that the last one that was in a BP nominee that won Best Comedy was The Big Short. So they could just fucking go McKay again. I, I guess Pizza could win, but you never know. I guess they went with King and Sta- King of Staten Island last year, which was cool. But you know, yeah, that's uh, a great I movie. Mean, it was cool. Wait, they did not. No, they did not go with King of Staten Island. You're wrong. I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure they went with Palm Springs. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, they did. Never mind. Never mind. Never yeah. mind. Okay, um, ignore me. I'm dumb. Best visual effects. Ready? Get ready for a shit show. Dune. The Matrix Resurrections, Nightmare Alley, No Time to Die, and Shang-Chi. What the fuck out of here? They did not see Matrix. What effects are Nightmare Alley? So, Matt Neglia um, said on uh, Next Best Picture podcast today that he knew of one screening for Matrix before voting ended for Critics' Choice. Only one. So... Uh, this is what proved to me, oh, these people are just Oscar predictors and they're blind voting for Matrix because they think it's going to get in the Oscar lineup. Yeah. It's um, so sad. I think yeah. Matrix is going to be so good. I, I watched the original again tonight. Oh, man, I'm so hyped. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually do have one person in like our little like Oscar discussion, like Discord like server thing that did see it and he said that it was shit. oh gaslin oh uh, really yeah. i know someone who saw it and said it was like really good does the person who who saw the movie like the original matrix i'm pretty sure yeah oh dang mm. uh but also i saw that um uh what's his name david david l sims uh didn't he give it like a four and a half stars on letterbox yeah yeah that's that's interesting uh, i also think yeah. that this is gonna th- this lineup is gonna mean bullshit yeah uh, i was gonna say no way home's definitely getting nominated yeah yeah uh no time to die what's that doing here what's nightmare alley doing here i mean yeah. um Zhang chi sure what are the VFX like in Don't Look Up for the one person here? Who's not gonna it? lie, I think the visual effects in Eternals is way cooler. Mm-hmm. Then Don't Look Up. Yeah, does Don't Look Up have like VFX stuff? Um, I get Don't Look Up being in effects. It's actually pretty nice. I yeah, think I, I like the. Effects. I've always thought of Don't Look Up and visual effects as like Mank. Yep. Or Shape of Water, you know. Yeah. No, but Don't Look Up actually has like some. Like, oh, it has effects. Yeah. Yeah, like way more than Mank. Okay, what about Shape of Water? Uh, I'd say it has more too, because there's like a lot of scenes of like, okay, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's one very heavy CGI scene, and then there's a lot of asteroid scenes. And honestly, that one scene, Tristan, I was like, whoa, if Adam McKay and like this team helmed like a big, like special effects movie, it'd actually be really cool. 
Yeah, because yeah. it was it was great okay. special effects. Yeah, okay. like like I was like, could could he do Speed Racer? <laughs> honestly, maybe. like honestly, it would be cool. Uh, Dune's winning this. Let's move on. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Best hair and makeup: Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, House of Gucci, and Nightmare Alley. No Spencer. That's huge because Jackie won when that was that one makeup. Yeah, makeup. No Spencer not here is huge. Uh, no Ricardo's not here. Yeah. At this point, I'm resigned to Cruella winning. Wait, this is makeup, not costumes. Yeah, I think Cruella's winning makeup and costumes. Yeah, I can see that. I feel like Tammy Faye might do it. Honestly. Uh, maybe I could see that, but for me, I. I don't know. Crow just makes sense to me for some reason. Maybe. I, mean, I really hope. I I already went like on a mini run on this uh, in the server, but like Gucci should not be in consideration for me. Like the only reason it's in consideration really is Jared Leto, and the makeup on him. Like yes, they transformed him, but they transformed him to someone who doesn't even really look like Paolo Gucci. <laughs> He doesn't even look like like if you look up like what Paolo Paolo Gucci like looks like in real life, he looks nothing like the yeah. You went off about this before. It's literally like bullshit clown prosthetics makeups. Yeah, it's it's yeah, really man. weird. Uh, I hate that nomination so much. Yeah. Best costume design: Cruella, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story, Dune, House of Gucci. Where no Spencer again. in the living fuck is Spencer? Seriously, Spencer should win this, and it's it really should win this easily. So stupid. Jackie won this category. You know, it's Jacqueline Duran. Come the fuck on! It's crazy. Wait, what is it? Costume? Yeah. Uh, Corolla should win, but Spencer Corolla's gonna win probably. Yes. And it should. That movie has some of the best costumes I've ever seen. Yeah, I haven't really. seen it, but I think that, uh, it's actually a good movie. Yeah, I'm I gonna watch don't it. think it's good, but the costumes are like undeniably amazing. Yeah. Is it anything like Craig Gillespie's other movies? Because I actually really like him as a director. Yeah, uh, I think I think they don't compromise the style at all, which is one of the most admirable things about it. Maybe I need to rewatch it because I just didn't really care that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I didn't end up seeing it. But at the same time, like I gotta see it because of the costumes. I suppose. Best editing. Um West Side Story, Bell Shit, Licorice Pizza, The Power to Dog, and Dune. Licorice Pizza this... getting in here is pretty big. Yeah, that's really big. I think there's a chance there's like a small chance if somehow tick tick boom drops out there's like a small chance that this could end up being our oscar lineup oh um, yeah or maybe this could be the oscar lineup but with tick tick boom instead of power to dog yeah maybe i mean it depends on really if the dog just maintains its momentum as like a top tier contender also if belfast like does the whole like early front runner bullshit and ends up not being a thing come like a month and a half or two months from now, whenever our nominations drop, it could drop out. Honestly, I hope so. The editing is not good. 
sure. Yeah, oh, I think it did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, being a Belfast fan, it should not get in for editing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he can't really home action very well. I think the movie's good, but, like... I do wonder if it could miss BAFTA for editing, to be oh, honest. Well, well. I mean, the BAFTA lineup for editing was the same as the Oscar lineup for editing last time, so mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah. No Tick, Tick, Boom. Obviously, that's mm-hmm. strange. No, yeah. really love Nightmare Alley and Tex, and that's a pretty edited movie, so I'm surprised that's not here. So I'm kind of feeling that they're going to tie West Side Story and Dune just to pull some bullshit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if they don't go for a tie, Dune's going to win here, even though I don't have Dune winning the Oscar right now. I, th- I still think Critics' Choice will go Dune. I-, I-, I could see either one of them winning the Oscars. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to be split at ACE, so I'm going to have to watch for BAFTA, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. Best production design. Belfast, Nightmare Alley, The French Dispatch, West Side Story, and Dune. There's maybe like a 40% chance this is the Oscar lineup. Yeah. Yeah. I no. so, For some reason, I feel like Dispatch can miss, which would suck. Oh, no. It should win, honestly. Oh, but, yeah, like, for win. sure. I, well, actually, I think my, my choice for production design might be uh, Green Knight, but there's no way that would ever get in. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure, I mean, like, the sets in Dispatch are insanely good. Yeah, they're so good. If No, like, if it misses, I will scream. But yeah. I think it might happen, and that really sucks. I also love that the same production designer and set decorator did West Side Story. Yeah, and like, they both rule. Yeah, king shit right there. Um, yeah. I do think Dune will probably win this and the Oscar because they yeah. love that. They love that sci-fi Mad Max shit. So yeah, and it's really good too. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, the Sandworm was production design partly. Oh, so yeah. oh really? Yeah. And and plus you have the like the fly helicopters and stuff. So like yeah, there's and good like, reason for it to like, win there. Like some of the basic stuff, like some of the rooms and stuff, are still like really nicely laid out. Like I remember, um, like in, in one of the first, in like one of the earliest scenes when he's like at the breakfast table with his mom, that whole room was like laid out in like a really cool way and had a really cool design. Yeah, the whole like set decoration going on yeah, there. Yeah, no, the, all, all the set direction, decoration, like it wasn't like really in your face about it, but it was still really cool. Yeah, and all the sets on Arrakis, too, like the way... Yeah. yeah. It could have easily felt like dirty Clash of the Titans nonsense. <laughs> so they and should then, definitely reward it for not being that. Yeah. Yeah, it would be a very deserving win uh, still. And Belfast, West Side Story would, too, but, you know. But I'm sad that Belfast is here when Macbeth has some of the best sets of the year, and she, Macbeth is... I, I really wish Macbeth was in here over Belfast. Yeah, Macbeth's got an amazing set. Well, let's move on to Best Cinematography, where we finally have six nominees. The Tragedy of Macbeth, Dune, West Side Story, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, Belfast. Drop Belfast, and this is your Oscar lineup. I hope so. For what? Wait, what category? Uh, cinematography. Oh, I think Belfast is getting in at the Oscars. Uh, oh, over what? 
Ali? Um, over what? Do you think it's going to end over Nightmare Alley? Yeah, Nightmare Alley. Okay. Interesting. Because I, I just think, like, Nightmare Alley, like, as much as I like the movie, I feel like the Oscars aren't really going to go for it. I mean, it's, I have... it's basic with the five bloods and first man all over again. I feel I like so, yeah. I, but I feel like Nightmare Alley feels like, honest to goodness, this feels like Crimson Peak. No, it's so like, good. That's the vibe. You know, it's way better than Crimson Um, I mean, I, I, because Belfast. I mean, look, say what you will about the movie, it's not that well shot. Yeah, I think it's well shot. Like, uh, it's finally it's competently shot, but like it's, it's, it's it would basically by... only be getting nominated because it's black and white, like Nebraska. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Nebraska, uh, I think, kind of deserves it. That movie's goaded. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. in some horrible, horrible nightmare scenario, they only nominate one black and white night movie and it's Belfast over Macbeth, I'm gonna that won't it. happen. That won't happen. That won't happen, but like. They nominated the Lighthouse. They'll nominate Macbeth. Yeah, yeah. Macbeth, I think, will win this because they like to predict the Oscars, and Macbeth is like. I feel like they could also go with Dune or West Side Story or even Power of the Dog, to be honest. Yeah, Power of the Dog is like doing surprisingly well at those like critic circles winners. I, keep I mean, it reminds me of There Will Be Blood, and that one cinematography. So I mean, yeah, like... yeah. It, it yeah. could happen. It could. I, I could see that, I guess. I wasn't really concerned it before just because Dune and Macbeth are flashier, but like people are vibing with this. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not undeserved I at all. Do you think that's not going to be matter on, um, on in the Oscars though? Because the Oscars like have really, really consistently been going with the gimmick here. Yeah, right? I mean, they did, um, they did they just Mank award Mank over Nomad Land. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. And Macbeth is the best shot movie of the year like, like i know i just said it was gimmicky but like it's like done in a good way the back of my gorgeous every shot looks insane uh yeah Macbeth would be a good winner and it probably i have winning so yeah i wish yeah. spencer would have gotten nominated yes i agree with you it, and that's wish, my favorite cinematography of the year um, without having seen Macbeth. i also wish that green knight like had a shot here. Yeah, Green Knight. Oh, it, so no, funny. Green Knight has the best cinematography of the year. But people are like, it's so weird, it's so different. Yeah. Stupid. It's one of the best movies of the year, and it should be nominated for picture too. But hey, and director and actor and VFX and all that. Yeah, yep. all of it, all of it. It should get twelve plus nominations of people. Yeah, no, it's so good. Yeah, best adapted screenplay. Uh, the Power of the Dog, The Lost Daughter, Coda, West Side Story, Dune. Oscar lineup. Potentially. Probably, yes. I think so. Um, I, I, I suppose there's still a chance for Tick, Tick, Boom, maybe Drive My Car, but um, in a slim possibility of passing. But other Pass- than that, there's nothing. I, I think passing at this point is dead everywhere except for nega like netflix it's sadly yes at best netflix's fifth priority they drop the ball with passing yeah, yeah. I, I, like the, the moment like, that i do like passing but i also like, just don't think it's like 
Oscar worthy. Like it's a good movie. I think it's really messy, but I saw like the Sundance cut, so I need to rewatch it. I saw yeah. the Sundance cut too, but like the more and more I thought about the Sundance cut, the more and more I'm like, no, it's a good movie. It's just kind of messy. Like that's yeah. that's kind of where I'm at it. Well, not uh, messy. I just think it it's not the best. Like I don't I wouldn't put it in the Oscar lineup. Yeah, but no, I put it in the I Oscar lineup that. over King Richard. I know that shocks you guys. <laughs> and I'd put it in the Oscar lineup over Power Dog. So like you know. I was just like, you brought up King Richard because like my hot take is I honestly I don't I don't really like Power of the Dog that much, but that's just my take. Yeah. Wait, sorry, Jack, what did you say? I said I honestly thought King Richard was better than Passing. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think Passing. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I, I don't think Passing has a clear thesis, but I I gotta rewatch it. I just I don't know what that movie's trying to. Say. Oh, I wrote an I wrote an essay about it um for a college class, and that's how I appreciate it a little more. Yeah. Oh, nice. I I mean I haven't seen it in a while. Um, I saw it back when they when they were doing like the Sundance Asia online stuff. I, yeah, I, I saw, saw it in it. January, the original um, cut. Oh, wow. and then I rewatched it recently. I I didn't see it when the it, last time I saw it. Netflix. The last time I saw it was in January. So mm. yeah, I, I didn't rewatch it when it dropped on Netflix. I think it, it definitely seems like the type of movie that I would like way more on rewatched. So maybe once mm-hmm. I do that, I'll appreciate it more. But like for now, it's just like messy and just like I, it feels. Like it does less than it could have done. So, um, <clears throat> Power of the Dogs winning here easily. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I really don't see anything challenging that in this category in general. That's sweeping through the season. And then we have best original screenplay. We have Licorice Pizza, King Richard, Belfast, Don't Look Up, and Being the Ricardos. They saw Mass. They nominated Anne Dowd. Why the fuck is it not here? That's seriously. So I'm so mad about well, that. They had to nominate King Richard instead, and it's like cringe. That's and, so sad. And also, obviously, not I'm not. I won't do this. Again. <laughs> yeah. I obviously, come on, come on. Yeah. It reminds me of like it's not at quite as bad, but it reminds me of how I thought about Bohemian Rhapsody. Which is, why? Why is it here? Yeah, yeah. This is the, the this is like the biggest disappointment of any of their lineups, to be honest, because it's just the least interesting. I mean, there's a lot of inspired choices you can make. You could do Dispatch. You could do the worst person in the world. You could do nine days, shiva oh, baby. Like, even something like uh NBR did a hero and that wasn't like a great screenplay, but that was still like a really interesting choice. And I'm happy they did that. Yeah, I mean they could do Red Rocket would have been more inspired and interesting than King Richard, and I fucking hated Red Rocket. <laughs> yeah, I mean they really they're just Oscar predictors because this is like what most people's predicted Oscar five. It's yeah, yeah, and also it makes me feel. I, I hate that it makes me feel because like the entire year after I'd seen King Richard, I was like, oh, there's no way it gets into screenplay. There's no way it gets into screenplay. They would never go go for that. 
and now like they still might snub it to be honest i mean i i'm I not getting into so. this either, i really hope but so. I'd be so happy i don't know i feel like they might go for like a passion pick like a come on come on or a red rocket or something you know maybe hopefully you're so good yeah. uh, also i feel like uh between this and the globes are we like content with like being your the ricardo's being an oscar nominee? i mean Maybe. they did snub steve jobs so yeah. i i and i do feel like this is steve jobs so i do think there is absolutely a possibility that um they just say no thanks we're not gonna nominate you again sorkin fuck you actually has oh sorry uh they just kind of you know because i mean they don't really like him as much as we think they did i mean trial chicago 7 didn't win in anything molly's game only got screenplay in a really really dry category um they snubbed steve jobs they didn't nominate him until when he was you know when he just had to win so like i mean they don't like him as much as you know we think they do but also literally no one's going for come on come on so it's really hard to imagine that actually popping in well maybe it could get like a wga nomination yeah no i mean like literally no one though like not even like the critic circles which is just sad sad yeah 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 and now house of gucci is gonna get more nominations and it sucks because you know yeah so i don't know do we think that belfast or pizza takes this it's gonna be one of those two i think it's pizza I think it, it would be pizza over Belfast here, yeah. at least. They, they, I mean, they gave it to Promising Young Woman last year. I'm pretty sure. Uh, or they I gave actually, it to First Reformed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did they also do like stuff like Get Out and whatnot? They did Get Out. Yeah, no, they, they always go with the cool picks here. Don't yeah. Know. Yeah, so I feel like, well, they didn't go with Parasite, but yeah. But um, also like Tarantino's in it. Like Tar- Tarantino's kind of in a similar boat to PTA, where they, that's like a heavily established, like legendary writer. They know. also predicted the Oscars, but they're voting. Yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go bound to best director, where we have Paul Thomas Anderson for Lugger's Pizza, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, Guillermo del Toro for Nightmare Alley. Steven Spielberg for West Side Story and Denny Villeneuve for Dune. Um, I, didn't I guess love Nightmare Alley. I'm happy Del Toro's here though. It's the style of Nightmare Alley is really fascinating to me. So I'm happy that this is probably going to be the only place that he shows up this season. And I'm happy that he gets a little bit of recognition for that. So I think, yeah, especially the carnival stuff, which is yeah, no, that was, that was I don't. Cool. So I don't think this is like set in stone, but. If you cut Guillermo del Toro, this is like the the five. Yeah, yeah, this is the four, and then I think the director of Drive My Car is getting it. That's a whole. Other yeah, thing. No, Hamaguchi. I I have him in my five now. Honestly. Yep. Wait, so I mean, over PTA, you don't think PTA is getting it? I think Brandon's not getting it. I think Brand. Brand. I don't think Brandon's getting it. Yeah, I don't think Braun is getting in either. I think they're, if we saw anything from last year, George was right. They're way snobby. I don't think they're yeah, going to mean, in there for his sappy project, you know? I'm still I, I, pissed. I feel that like I, 
gave up on Vinterberg right at the last minute. You know, because I mean, I mean, they they hate shit like this. They didn't give it to Sorkin last year. They didn't give it to Fairly. Uh, Taika, when he was up for that, and like Belfast does like a little bit of Jojo Rabbit vibes. Taika didn't get in when he seemed like he was gonna get in. Also, let's be honest, the riot scenes are not well directed. Yeah, they give it to Todd Phillips though. They're not that snobby. Even Joker was better directed than Belfast, and I yes. didn't think Joker was very well directed at all. Mm-hmm. I, I think well, Joker looks really good. Uh-huh. Like from a and Joker world. is also like not like a like Oscar-y pos- populist pick, but more of like a general audience populist pick. And that's like uh, De- that's basically what Den- Den- Denny is going to be. True. Yeah, I I I, I mean, Belfast yeah. is not a very well directed movie at all. Mm-hmm. The riot scenes are very yikes and, and they're gonna um, they're gonna acknowledge that the director's branch is always like very yeah. i see and and i do think pt like I, I know a lot of people are saying pta isn't super safe but like they nominated him for phantom thread when he was like they respect him a lot more he had no chance they, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure like nomination day he was 12th on gold derby like there was no way he was gonna get in for phantom thread and they loved him enough to Give him that. Yeah, they, I mean, the only person in this category who is respected more than him at this point is probably Spielberg. Yes. Yeah. So, like, you know, and Spielberg's probably the most widely respected director on earth, other than Martin Scorsese. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, so I, I feel like I, Campion, Spielberg, and Villeneuve are the three big locks. Yes. And then, and then Anderson's solidly in, and Hamaguchi's going to surprise. Yep, Hamaguchi's getting in. I mean, I I I I think Bel- I think Branna could definitely get snubbed. That that's definitely a possibility. I suppose it could be Hamaguchi, but like I I think the bellwether for that would be if Drive My Car gets the BAFTA nom for screenplay, because like it can get the director nom for the jury, and that wouldn't mean anything. But I mean, you know, another round got the screenplay nom, Cold War got a screenplay nom, Amor got a screenplay nom. So like I would that would be my bellwether, you know. If Drive My Car gets adapted at BAFTA, I'll be like, well, Hamaguchi's getting in. Yeah. But I think uh, there are a few. Joachim Trier gets that. I mean, I would love it. I would love. That'd be pretty cool. There's better. I would love if Pablo Lorraine got in. I would love if. um, I'd love if fucking Joel Cohn got in. Yokim yeah. would be my pick to win, I think. Um, but also, like, just because, like, that's my favorite movie of the year. I know it's more of a writing movie. I, I mean, mean, now you understand, Tristan. Year, now you understand. My favorite, like, directing job of the year is probably PTA. Um, either him or... Honestly, it's either him or Stephen Cram for my personal favorites. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah the Humans is amazing. The humans' direction is so good. Oh, oh! Can I tell Jack that me and Stephen Karam are best friends? Oh, what? They're not. I actually... met him. I met him. Yeah, yeah I, I met him at a festival. We talked for like five minutes. He's a super cool guy. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, he. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah I saw the humans at the Nashville Film Festival, and afterwards, like, nice. I congratulated him on the movie, and I asked him for advice, and he had told me like. Just make sure no matter how weird your project is, then be sure you can pitch it because you can sell any project to anyone. Like mm-hmm. he goes, it's not a 
because a lot of people don't have their ideas flushed out enough. Yeah. That's why they want, don't want to take the risk, but someone will take the risk if they think they've got a product. And then he patted me on the back and said to keep going. It was really nice. He was super cool. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, is he as smart as he seems to be? Oh, yeah. He's, dude, whenever oh, someone asked him what his biggest influence on the humans was, and he was like, I watched, um, like, a ton of um, Edward Yang movies, and he was like, you all need to watch Yi Yi, because that's, like, where a lot of this comes from, and I was like, this dude's based. Yeah, he, he's the best movie of the century, so... Yeah, know. he's super cool. He's super cool. Like... They had a whole Q&A with him afterwards, and he was, like, super sharp. Best acting. And also, whenever I talked to him, he was, like, he got a message on his phone. He goes, oh, Richard Jenkins has texted me, and I almost flipped out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway. Best acting ensemble. Belfast, Don't Look Up, The Heart of They Fall, Licorice Pizza, The Power of the Dog, West Side Story. No King Richard. Good. So, um, no King Richard, also no being the Ricardos, even yeah, though they no being the Ricardos, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the I feel like that's fall. also base. The I think is getting nominated uh, everywhere, it's gonna get the SAG ensemble nomination for yeah. I, I'm feeling take out Power of the Dog, maybe something else, and put in Coda, and this is our SAG five. You don't think King Richard is getting on SAG? I'm honestly starting to think it might not. I don't think it has that many ensemble nominations right now. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I don't know. It, it, it's tough. It's tough. I feel like it gets very close once you take it out. Like, don't look up in, or, yeah, the harder they fall, don't look up in Belfast, feel like they're happening for sure. What's that story also feels like it's probably happening. So it really comes down to Pizza and Richard. Yeah. And I hope they go with pizza. That'd be uh, the better choice. The pizza cast is phenomenal, um, but I don't know if I I don't know if I trust them to do that. Yeah, I think we have from one hundred and one outfits, but you know. Yeah. Uh, just a random question: If Licorice Pizza gets like a SAG ensemble nomination. Does that mean that Harriet Sansom Harris is going to get nominated? Like, like, what does she count as? They, pro- they probably would nominate her. But okay, who's good. Harriet? Uh, Harriet Sansom Harris. She's like, she has one scene in Lakers Pizza. It's, she's literally my personal pick for supporting actress for this year, even though she only has one scene. She wait, uh, wait, who does she play? Um. I've I've seen the movie. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. forgot. Okay. Yeah. You know, but she like she she just kills it. It's insane. Mm. Got to yeah, I've got to see it. Character. Yeah, she uh, it's insane. Uh, see, young... Oh, this time next week I've already watched it. I'm excited. Yeah. All right, best young actor actress Jude Hill for Belfast, Cooper Hoffman for Licorice Pizza. Amelia Jones for Coda, Woody Norman for Come On, Come On, Zanaya Sydney for King Richard, Rachel Zegler, West Side Story. Why is this more based in the actual acting nominations? I mean, like, I, don't um, think, I don't think Jude Hill should be there. I don't think uh, the girl. No, okay. You know there. what? You can, you no. can talk all your crap about 
Belfast, but Jude Hill is amazing. Okay, fine. Jude fine. Hill's best actor in the movie, honestly. Yes, low key. Okay, he's amazing. Fine. fine, I'll leave him. I'll leave him. Yeah. But I mean, you can remove the girl from Cambridge and it'd be fine. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. She did. Yeah, like, she's okay. Yeah. yeah uh, this is a good lineup. My pick would be Woody Norman. Uh, you guys probably nope. agree with that. Well, I haven't seen Licorice yet, but yeah. Uh, I go with Woody Norman's like a top five performance of the year in general. He, yeah, it's insane. He should win. He should win supporting actor, but he's not going to get nominated. And it sucks. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that uh, in a little. I don't have much to add. Uh, Zegler could like just because she has the most Oscar hype of any of these people, she could get it. I, I guess, guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. Actually, or not. I guess. I, I think she will win this. Um. It could be Jude Hill, though. It could. I, I think they'll give it to Zegler. Norman or Hoffman would be the deserving pick. Uh, Jones, didn't Jones get the Gotham Breakthrough Award? Yeah, she did. I, I, I guess she would have a shot as well. Um, well I, I, I think Zegler's probably going to win this. It's also not limited to young actors, so. Yeah. There you go. All right. Best Supporting Actress. Catriona Bell, Belfast, Ariana DeBose, West Side Story, Ann Dowd, Mass, Kirsten Dunst, The Power Dog, Angela Ellis, King Richard, Rita Moreno, West Side Story. Woo! Ann Dowd, yay! Good. Yes. That makes me so happy. Yes. And yeah, that's is number two of the year. But where, where is Ruth Nega? Seriously. Yeah, that's interesting that Moreno got an over Nega. Um, I don't really have... It goes to show they are not making... Cr- this is not great choice. This is Oscar Pundit's choice. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think Nega's good, but I think that uh, um, Ann Dowd is But do you deserving. really think that Rita Moreno deserved to get nominated over her? Oh, no, no not at all. I thought Moreno was overrated in the movie, to be honest. Yeah, she's, she's good, okay. but like... She's nomination where they... Yeah. No. I'll uh, probably give it to DeBose. Maybe if they're like wanting to be really, really cool, they'll give it to Dowd because she's like favorite, but it'll be DeBose, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just happy that Ann Dowd got nominated. I hope she can get SAG because I know she's like working, like, like everyone keeps saying that she's like campaigning. She's campaigning, time. yeah. Um, That would be yeah. great. That, that'd be cool. She showed up. And they do have screeners out, so uh-huh. that would then be. Then, if she like long gets the long list at BAFTA, she could get a path path there. And then, if she has CC, SAG, and BAFTA, then like who's to say she doesn't just fucking get in? Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. Uh, yeah, that that that'd be nice. A supporting actor. <sighs> this this this. The, this awesome. the, here we go. Jamie Dorn in Belfast, Kieran Hines Belfast, Troy Cotsor Coda, Jared Leto, House of Gucci. Let's go. J.K. Simmons, being the Ricardo's, Cody Smith, McVee, Power to Dog. Yeah. This is going to be one of the worst lineups in a long time, isn't it? I do think that if you drop either Hines or Kotzer, I think that this is going to be the SAG lineup too, to be honest. I just see that happening. Bruh. 
because I mean, all I mean, everyone's been saying that like Gucci. I, I remember I saw on the uh, like normal Gold Derby podcast they kept saying like like oh the SAG screens for Gucci they responded really really well to it. Um, so he'll probably pop up there, and then the same things I've been like I keep reading that the same things are happening with me and the Ricardos where it's like playing pretty well with the industry. And so yeah, that could happen. Yeah. I, I think that minus a Belfast boy, this is going to be the sad lineup. I just, there's so many inspired choices that they could have made. Andrews Danielson Lee, um, you know, Richard Jenkins, Mike Faced. I mean, they could have, I mean, you know, Robin De Jesus. Like, there's so many great picks they could have done, and they just, you know, they go with freaking Jared Leto because, you know, they think he's gonna get in the Oscar five. And it's like, well, are you guys really nominating what you think is the best, or are you guys just picking what you think is gonna get nominated? Because that's like yeah. yeah it's so ridiculous dude it's, it's bad it's bad it's freaking ridiculous <sighs> yeah um i do think if troy even if troy wins the, the globes they could give it to cody smith mcphee here because he's just winning all the critics awards right now but again i don't really see what the whole deal is with his performance and why people think it's so win worthy imagine if just fucking jared Leto just wins this just imagine that oh no oh no honestly for the sake of like like just the chaos of it let it win it would be i'd be fine with that (laughs) yeah same i think it'd be hilarious that'd be so funny i know tristan would like it leto Um, got in yes That'd no, if Leto wins. If oh, heck wins. yes. Yeah. What's uh because here's the thing, I'm not really passionate about anyone in the supporting actor category. And I think Leto's really funny. So I, I wouldn't think mind. he should be razzing nominated to be Oh, I think he should win the Razzie and the Oscar. That'd be yeah. the best thing ever. Yeah, I, I want that to happen now. Mm-hmm. It, it, if Ben House could do that last year, he's definitely gonna do it this year. Yeah. Uh, he could. Because I think his performance is a lot funnier than Glenn Close's. I think yeah. his performance is like if Gucci Gucci should have been that movie and if Gucci was that movie then his performance is actually brilliant. It would be fine, yeah. But because it's not, it's just like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Dude, so I mean, funny. Jared Leto didn't say, kiss my ruby red asshole, <laughs> so Kiss my ruby red asshole. That is fair. Yeah. Uh, Best actress. Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Olivia Colman, The Lost Daughter. Lady Gaga, House of Gucci. Alana Heim, Licorice Pizza. Nicole Kim and Bean Ricardos. Kristen Stewart in Spencer. Uh, This is the top six for sure for the Oscar. I think it's going to be between Gaga and Kinman and... Gucci has somehow better reviews than being the Ricardo's, so I think they'll go with Gaga. Yeah, you're not Wait, wrong. Wait, does it actually? 
Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I would say I would say that Gucci has more people who like it than like all I hear from being Ricardo is the people coming out and being like, yeah, that's yeah, that's weird. I, I, I'm a Gucci stan. I think it's really funny. I, it's not a great movie, but I didn't even think it was funny. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um it's the critics' choice. I know they're Oscar predictors, but they gotta pick Kristen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if there's anywhere that she's gonna win, it's gonna be here. Um, yeah. maybe like what I was saying earlier, like maybe if Haim is like building momentum, like leading up to this, they could vote her. But I think it's maybe they could tie someone pretty, pretty solidly, Stuart. I'd say. Oh, God. I was really afraid they were going to tie Carrie and Andrew Day last year. But yeah. They decided to go based. So, yeah. Best actor Nicolas Cage and Pig, Benedict Cumberbatch, The Power of the Dog, Peter Dinklage, Serrano, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith, King Richard, Denzel Washington, The Tragedy of Macbeth. If you remove Nicolas Cage, this is your Oscar lineup. Even though it should be Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so much. That that would be great. I mean, he's winning everything in critics' awards. He could. He's not winning everything, but even if he were, it would be like Ethan Hawke first reformed type thing. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have a hot take. I think Will Smith wins the Globe in the Critics' Choice. I don't think he's a lock for the Oscar, though. Yeah. I think the Oscar right now. I continue to be like, down on one movie. I mean, I hate doing that, but like, I really hope not. I, 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 mean, I, I think it's like solidly. Now that Tick Tick Boom is like a best picture thing, I think Garfield, Cumberbatch, and Smith are. I think it's a solid three horse race between those three. I mean, I guess Garfield is a slight possibility, but I feel like he's like the Riz Ahmed in this situation. Maybe. Where Cumberbatch could be like. Anthony Watch Hopkins this. over Will Smith's Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, he he's coming up, and I think he's gonna win the BAFTA. Um, he he could, he really I, could, I, I, especially I with Will Smith as a guy. I, I think no there. matter what, even if he doesn't win the Oscar, he'll win the BAFTA. Um, and I think it, if he wins the BAFTA, like that sets him up really well for it. Uh, if he wins like something like the BAFTA and the Critics' Choice, then his he's probably gonna be the front runner. Yeah, I mean, if he upsets anywhere, that's where, like, yeah. that's where you're like, well, that's just the sign. The and signs also, are like, there. Guys, like, the fact that we're entertaining that, that he's, like, top two for sure, and we're entertaining the fact that he could win, and the fact that, you know, Power of the Dogs is going to win director and screenplay, probably, like, how is this not winning Best Picture at the Oscars? I really... At that point, it probably just really, would. really, really don't see anything else coming. It probably like, just now, would at that point. Know? With him as second and not uh, with him as winning, like I don't see a path for anything else. Yeah, it makes sense. I think it's gonna win. I I, I think. Yeah, but like I I mean, I mean we'll know. see once like once winners start coming in, we'll know for sure. But like right now, I don't see an argument for anything else. Honestly. I think when you have um, there may be a, like a path here. King Richard doesn't really do well with as well with the industry as we assumed it would you know and then maybe will smith isn't top two at bafta and he gets stud by the jury at which point you know honestly i think like 
people are assuming Will Smith gets in at the BAFTA, but like I think there's like a slight chance that he just fucking misses. I mean, the London Film Critics Circle Awards completely shut out King Richard. Yeah, they nominated Andrew Garfield, which I mean, I know he's British, but like, I did not think that they would like tick tick boom that much. Yeah, I think Will Smith could just like fucking miss the nomination. That'd be uh, yeah, uh, he could. And I think it'll just screenplay Obviously, he's not gonna. I think Tick Tick Boom is being like I, I think critics are loving it a lot more than we may expect. Industry will, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yes. But I feel like, like you know, Garfield would be like Riz in the situation a little bit uh-huh. where I also yeah. want to throw this out. Yeah. Uh, I think that Mahershala Ali is gonna be a BAFTA nominee. He could. Yeah. I think he will be. Um, but I do think Will Smith will win here no matter what, because they I mean they are predicting the awards and there are people who do genuinely think that Will Smith is great. Yeah, like, you know, the Oscar expert and brother bro Mm -hmm. who say he gives the best male performance of the year and I'm like, look, just look at everyone else. Yeah. I think he's good. I just, it's not, I wouldn't even nominate him. He's easily the weakest one of this lineup. Yeah. And and it sucks too because the other five are like, like that honestly might be my top five of the year, regardless of like nominations or not. Like that, that might be my personal top five of the year. So it's really a shame that Smith is the one with all the winning hype. It's because he's Will Smith, but yeah. like I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. DJ Jazzy Jeff, am I right? Yeah, and he just kind of raises his voice a little bit. It does an accent. Fresh yeah. Prince of Bel Air. Never thought he was the best actor. So yeah. then we move on to Best Picture. Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, Tick, Tick, Boom, West Side Story. Fucking hell, man. I... So, Nightmare Alley, I think, is The Five Bloods and First Man all over again. Yeah. Um, How are the dogs going to win that? It's going to win that. Yeah. Licorice Pizza is the only possible upset, in my opinion. I think Belfast is probably like fourth here, to be honest. Yeah. I, I mean, West Side Story, I, I do see a path for West Side Story to win this. And it definitely has the passion, too. But Power of the Dog just seems like. There just really doesn't seem like any way that, with the stuff that's going to win, there just doesn't seem to be any other way it could. Just... Yeah. It's going to win director, it's going to win screenplay. Yeah. The fact that it's topping, like all, like, I, like I've been seeing, I've been keeping track of all of these end of the year lists that are like popping up on these websites. Yeah, like, they topping all of those. There's so much passion for this. Yeah, moment. they're going. It, it's going to be power to dog here. I think easily. It's probably going to win the bath as well. I need to watch it again. I don't know. Like I think it's good. It's just like licorice pizza to me is so much better. At which point I probably need to just go ahead and put it at number one, even with That's my, 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 my my reservations about it it would just have to really yeah yeah i think it's just gonna be like other than sag and maybe p well pga also went for nomadland last year so like yeah but i mean nomadland is a bit more warm and a little inviting like this is very cold and isolating movie Nomadland, also best movie of the decade so far, in my opinion. Mm. But I know that's a hot take. Then, like, yeah. the top, maybe 
10, 15. I love Nomadland. It's fantastic. I like Nomadland way more than I like Power of the Dog, just to be clear. I think it's a way better movie. But, I disagree. Uh, I, like I kind of like him about the same, not going to lie. I, I, also, Nomadland, I don't know okay. how hot of a take this is among you guys, but like Nomadland was not my favorite of last year's lineup. It was like my It wasn't movie. mine either. Oh, it wasn't it mine either, but I still loved it. But like, yeah. I think um, I connected us a little more with Sound of Metal and Minari. But it's still definitely number three. Uh, was that wait? Hi. That was Sound of Metal is... your top one. What? Sound of Metal was your number one. Uh, it's what? between that and Minari. Uh, you could okay. ask me tomorrow, and I would change it. They're like that's cool. so cool. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, Sound um, of Metal and Nomadland were my two horses in the race last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wait, everyone already knows what mine was. I don't need to say it. No, yeah. Nomadland is actually. Uh, it might be my favorite best picture winner ever, which really? is, I know, a crazy take. But either have that you or seen all about Eve? people. I have not. No, there's a lot I haven't seen. You need to see all about Eve. Seriously. Yeah. It's so I haven't good. seen The Godfather Part 2 Ooh. or Schindler's List. I've got a lot to see. But yeah, Nomadland and Ordinary People are like the two I connect to the most. Hi, everyone. So I'm cutting this off. A little bit early we did record more content however being in the situation that i'm in and staying at my dad and my stepmom's house i kind of spoke a little too loud and woke them up and uh, they weren't very happy with me so uh to avoid the awkwardness by having them interrupt me well, in the midst of us talking about the Indie Spirit nominations, I decided to just go ahead and cut it off here. So, thank you for listening, and I'm sorry that I have to uh, do this, but, you know, things happen. And, uh, yeah, and because you're getting this episode on Christmas, Merry Christmas, everybody.